and welcome back to That's How We See It. My name's Sarah. My name's Cindy. Uh, today we're talking again about Meghan and Harry and Tom Bauer's book. Yes. Um, oh my god. There's still so much to talk about. There is so much to talk about. Um, some of it is more relevant than others, but yeah. some of it, you know, well, it's it- gossip. It took him over a year to, you know, research and and put an effort into this book. I think the least we can do is read it and discuss it. Yes. It's on Audible and all that stuff, so. Yes. Audible should sponsor us. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to... We're on Chapter 19. Yes. Um, and, okay... So, regardless of what Megan likes to say, that she didn't have any help, like, learning how to curtsy and things like that, yeah. she she did. Because Harry told her, you know, that there are strict rules, and that these are the rules that you have to follow. And then she also had 14 people for six months teaching her before they got married. Fourteen. Fourteen people. Not one, not four. Fourteen. Plus her husband. Yes. Or future husband at that point. And I might li- I might add, this isn't gossip. This is facts. Go to your library. You don't have to even pay for it. Go to your library and check out Megan being a princess in a movie. In a children's movie. She's a princess. And if you do any kind of research for your role, you'll understand. Well, we at have, least the basic curtsy. She can't say that she doesn't know anything because, or she didn't know anything because there's time and time again proven facts that she was aware of the royals. Yeah. And had posters and all that kind of stuff of the boys on their on her walls. Yeah. And there was tons of books that she read about. How she was madly in love. With William? Yeah. And I think that's really deranged. Even William. I think it's deranged. Because now she's she's admitting in court that she's 45 years old. Harry is 37 right now. And she's 45. Exactly. Well, William is a what? Two years older than Harry? Yeah. I, I in mean, college, she's five Harry, years older than William. How is that suitable for a twenty-year-old to think of a child like that? That yeah, because he was he was in high school when she had those pick those posters of him and stuff like. That. And that's the difference between being like, oh, he's my favorite, you know, actor or whatever, like, you know. Yeah, you're, but you're you're a college aged woman thirsting after a high school aged boy. Yeah, it's a little bit inappropriate. Exactly. Even though the age gap is just five years, it's still five years. It's seven years for her and Harry. How is that? Even yeah. even ooh. Just thank God she she went after him when he you know when was, he was an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and by the way, 
the court documents have has said that she's 45 not I'm not going by my opinion these are court documents and I even though this year she spent using her 41st birthday yeah again um, but she she claimed to be 40 for like three years yeah so far and you know oh I'm 39 going on 40 and then I'm 40 going on 40 <laughs> like what come on you know unless you know her age you know works different works than different. mine um yeah my opinion Meg <laughs> um so yeah she did know she was aware but she tries to say that she does not know and was not aware I, I just don't see how that works. You know, even there's photographs of her her and her best friend that she no longer speaks to for no reason. Um, going to uh, having pictures taken in front of Windsor Castle. Yeah. I mean, in front of the palaces. She, she took this big vacation with her friends to Europe. You know, to visit the queen and all that, you know? When yeah. she's 15. But she was supposed to be super poor and couldn't afford anything. But she could go, afford to go to England. Yeah, daddy paid for that. Oh, where's daddy? He's a drunken old gross man. Right. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, that, and that bum gave you a life. Gave you a lot more than... He could have. Oh, um, my opinion. Gotta in the six months, that. though, that she was being trained and helped out, um, and and by the way, the training was set up by Prince Charles because he wanted Meghan to have a smooth and easy transition. He wanted to make her life as easy as possible. As they were looking forward towards marriage. Yeah. He started, he asked the queen, he's like, we need to start preparing her for when they get married because yeah. it's, it, it is going, he, he realized that it would be a hard thing for her as an American to transition into being a British royal. Yeah. And because they do things different. Well, they have experience, you know, I mean, they're, this little they scenario happened a, before Wallace they, Simpson, you know? Yeah. They didn't want that to happen again. Well, they didn't want another Diana situation to happen. Oh, no, no. Especially. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't the Queen even give her a special uh, woman, like one of her own people? Yeah. To work with her? The, well, Charles brought the, the idea up to the Queen, and the Queen said, yes, I agree, we need to get her all these pe They set up, they chose all these people specifically because they thought that they would be the best people to help her. And in the six months of her being trained, she never once asked a question or wow. or accepted their feedback. Well, of course not, because Megan is best. Well, she she didn't want them... She said that she didn't want the crown to dictate how she thought. Well... It's not how you think, Megan. It's what's appropriate for you to wear at formal events. Yeah, I mean, what, we all need a little help. Well, she needs to know that there's a pecking order in the royals, and you don't walk in front of, you know, your superior. And whether she wants to believe it or not, her superior 
as in in the order of line not that she is not that they are more su- superior person than her yeah. but in the in the line of how it goes of more important people yeah you don't walk in front of the future king no and the future queen cuz let's face it Kate is we're going to call I'm calling her queen <laughs> yeah cuz i mean Kate and William will be king and queen and she will not ever and i'm and she really did think that she was going to come up in there and be the queen and take over and i i'm not sure she studied you know all of her life pretty much you'd think she would know that yeah well i mean she even said to her friend years back that she wanted them she wanted to be a, a queen she wanted to marry a prince or a king so that she could have she realized there's other countries royal. that have royals that but see the thing is is that those other countries that have royals that are eligible for that will be king one day they're all significantly younger yeah like like my age yeah she's she would be it would be way too none of them are yeah. are eligible harry's pretty much the only one she could get yeah and it's just i find it so creepy the way she sitting in the background lurching looking at william like he's a piece of meat and reports of him of her trying to actively kiss him on the mouth on the mouth and in front of kate and stuff like that and it's like oh my god i i find it so weird how she thinks that she's so important i mean one thing that thomas markles did that i really think he regrets now is making her feel so superior to everyone yeah and when you give a kid everything they want they they always want more yeah nothing becomes good enough for them when you don't set a limit to what they can have yeah i'm not saying don't give your kids things but like when you say you know oh i'll give you an island well eventually they want the world yeah and when you give them the world eventually they want the moon and it gets bigger and bigger Bigger and and bigger. bigger and they become desensitized to everyone else yeah she genuinely can't understand other people's feelings yeah because she doesn't care about them yeah there's one it's one thing to give your child like oh you know 25 presents and then but like in harry potter we've seen that you know for you young younger viewers i know we do have a lot of younger viewers um you know they just think of harry potter and his cousin and dudley getting complaining about only getting 25 when he had 26 presents last year yeah and you so know they had to go out and buy him two more presents so that he can have two more so he could have 27 you know and, and you want you get something in your head and then you just want more and more and more and more and more and sometimes that's good you know having a job and wanting a better job there's nothing wrong with that you know work for it work hard for it get it 
But see, she wants the things without working for it. Yeah, she That's wants it the, the conniving way. And you, you just can't be like that. And nobody's told her no. Until, like, this point in her life, no one has had the balls to say no. Yeah. So, even her friend, uh, Omid Scobie or whatever, said that he had, that she had help in the beginning, and then backtracked when Megan flipped her story. Yeah. And said that she didn't have any help and was trying to run that narrative. He deleted those, I believe there were tweets about it. Yeah. Um, oh my god, that character and they Scobie. they even okay she was compared to kate in at first in the um well she's still being compared to kate but she was compared to kate at first in the um tabloids but people were favoring megan at first yeah when she's trying to say they were being racist to her but everyone was saying that they liked her more like her fashion more even though she was blatantly copying kate yeah um she was just wearing the more expensive branding. Well, yeah, but... And it was more modern-looking, where Kate tends to dress more conservative. Oh, not anymore. Did you see her in that strapless black number? Oh, We're not going to talk about my. that dress. She looked so beautiful this past week. I mean, she's been coming off, uh, popping off with her. And see, the thing is, like, she wears, like, a $100 shoe... Where Megan has to have a thousand dollar shoe. Yeah. And she will wear that a hundred dollar shoes multiple times because she realizes where her money comes from and she spends it wisely. Exactly. Her money comes from the people. They give taxes to the queen or to the royals for they want Kate to look nice when the, yeah. she goes to events because she's representing their country. Yeah. And they want a nice representative. But they know, they, they will willingly pay high taxes so that Kate can look nice at events because they know that she will wear that dress multiple times. Yeah. They, she's not out here wasting their money. Yeah. She donates her clothes when she's done. Well, and like the queen this past year gave Kate an unlimited budget for clothes because she had to fulfill the queen's, some of the queen's duties. Yeah. So she gave her an unlimited amount of budget. Kate didn't take advantage of that. She didn't go out and buy Dior, and she's not dripping with all of these beautiful clothes and everything. But and she, when she still does, looks absolutely gorgeous. When she does buy something super expensive, you can bet she'll wear it again. Oh, yeah. She's not going to be wasteful. And that's what the people quickly found out. I believe that people saw... Oh, well, you know, she's hip and she's young and all this stuff. But then they realize, well, she's older than they are. And she's only dressing young yeah. to look younger. And, and she's also, she's fake. And also, her outfits are blatant mockery of the royals. Exactly. Of their country. Exactly. The green dress, let's... We're not talking about the green dress. I mean... Clearly, that was supposed that she was. She knew that she was supposed to wear certain colors that day, and she blatantly wore that bright green dress just to irritate the the royals. She did that on purpose yeah. to to tear the queen down a little. I'm sorry. And 
the thing that is bothering me the most is not that she'll when Kate wears a, a purple dress, she'll go and buy a purple dress that looks similar but never as good. But but more expensive than Kate's. Just because it's got an expensive price tag, Megan, does not mean that it looks good. Yeah, I mean, Kate has an hourglass figure, a long waist. Megan is shorter, and she has that boyish figure. Yeah. Where she has no hips because she's had no babies. Where Kate has the mommy hips. Supposedly had no babies. Oh, well, oh, yeah, supposedly had no babies. I forgot to add that. Um, but where, you know, it's obvious that she's, she's more, um, I don't want to say manly because she's not manly. It's just, she, she doesn't have as curve, the yeah, curvature, the, the waist and the, the hip line, the, from, she wears dresses that clearly she wants to have a hip, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, fuller hips, but she's like me where we just don't, there's no hips there. Yeah. Well, you, you haven't, your hips haven't spread because when a woman has a baby, your hips spread and you get a little curve and you have, you haven't had babies yet. So you'll get there. Megan freaking, uh, not Megan, uh, Kate, thank God for her babies. <laughs> You know, I mean, she... That uh, woman's hips don't lie, I'm just no. saying. And her little butt, oh my God. If I'm not gay, but if I were gay, oh, oh my goodness. Now we know why Tom Cruise wanted that hand. Oh my God. But, but anyway... Getting um, off of that. It, it's just like, she wears expensive clothes, but she doesn't know how to dress. No, and she's... Well, apparently, supposedly, she has no um, stylist. Oh, well, that's why. She's uh, the only thing I have left is my style, and you don't... Uh, well, no. I mean, you know, you might need to get one because... Well, she has one. You don't wear a belt if you if you have a short waistline. You just don't. And But you don't wear big, thick, chunky belts like she does. Yeah, and it, like, it just makes you look shorter... And fat. Well, supposedly, she has a stylist and has had a stylist since... Day you know, one. Uh, day one. Um, but lied about it. Uh, it's in the book. Um, I can't remember what chapter he says it, but it, it's been known that there is a person who is her stylist. Yeah. She needs to fire them. Yeah. Um, they are... But see, she's, the, she's been known as evidenced in this book... From time and time again, that it doesn't matter if you say, "Oh, Megan, honey, that dress won't look good on you." Here's this other one that actually will look good on you, and is is as expensive. She doesn't care. Yeah. She wants what she wants. So really, having a stylist means nothing. Oh my God, the worst I've ever seen her probably look is um, uh, she wore a a bluish purplish dress and it had um uh tooling up on the top yeah it's a sheer material if you don't know what that means um it was like a sheer material and you could just see the top of her boobs but she had a push-up bra on 
And so it looks like she has three boobs. Yeah, and the dress was ungodly long and for, it for just no reason. Bad. Like well, you don't wear long pencil dresses if you're short. Yeah, you don't. I mean, she said she says, "Oh, I have long, luscious leg, skinny legs." But Megan, that's honey, Megan's. You're about. You're only what five six with heels. I want to say that she's. She says that she's five ten. She claims oh, I to thought be, she's 5'6". I think she said that she claims to be 5'10". But she's closer to like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, yeah, but I think that's with heels. Yeah. I don't well, think she that she's that... Well, she never doesn't wear heels. That's true. We've never seen her without heels on. Yeah. Except for like once or twice. Oh, but uh, that, the red dress was the worst for me. The formal gown, it was really long and flowing. Yeah. With the little cups. It looked like her boobs were so small. The cups looked like they were just there in midair. No boobs yeah. at all. And it was so sad because Kate had just worn this beautiful red gown that fit her, that was tailored yeah. to her. That's another thing. She spends millions of dollars on these clothes. Why does she why doesn't she get a tailor? Why doesn't she look good in them? I mean, her if pants spin, are dragging in the oh mud God, yeah. through all kinds of garbage and stuff. She wants to have these really expensive heels. Why doesn't she just have them tailored right. and so you can see the heel? Right. But if I'm going to spend $7,000 on a pair of pants, oh God, I'm still on the $7,000 pants because it's ridiculous. Who charges $7,000 for a pair of pants? Ugly pants. Okay. Um, every girl, whether you're plus size or you're skinny, it doesn't matter. Your weight fluctuates. Yeah. You know, you get bloated. Then you, you, you know, you drop the weight. Then you get bloated again. Uh, I would never pay $7,000 for a pair of pants that I know in two weeks I might not be able to wear. Yeah. Because they won't fit me. You know, and like, why you, Why do that to yourself? It's just going to make you sad. Yeah. You're wasting money. Well, I don't think she really cares about the money. No, obviously, she just wants to pretend I like mean, she looks good. when she runs out, then it's going to be hurtful. Well, then she'll move on to the next man. Yeah. Um, getting back on track. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um. But yeah, people did compare her to Kate, and she was perceived as better. Um, until, like you said, I believe people started seeing through it. Yeah. And, okay, so, um, I have mixed feelings towards Thomas Markle. I really, really do. Yeah. I feel sorry for this man. But then at the same time, I re he also acts very selfish. Well, I mean, I believe that... But it comes... I believe he's a narcissist, too. Yeah. And... He's taught her everything she knows. But at the same time, I do feel really bad for him. I know. I mean, I believe that he's taught her how to... How to... I don't know. Get deal away with things. life. Yeah. He's, he's taught her how to deal with life. Well, she knows that yeah. if she cries hard enough... People will give her what she wants well, because, because they don't want to be seen as 
racist. Yeah, and she loves And she that. will play that card every single time. Oh, yeah. And and she loves that. And the the fact of the matter is, she doesn't know any of these people that she had, even at the wedding. She doesn't know. She didn't know George Clooney. She didn't know all these people without Thomas. Yeah. But so, at the same time, I understand where you're coming from. So, she had told her dad, she told Thomas not to speak to the press. Yeah. Don't talk to them. Um, but her brother, her, and, you know, lovely person that he is, I, uh, Thomas Jr., did leak Thomas, the dad's address, and that's when press started coming in, because he was left alone for a long time. Now, some people say that they think that Thomas Sr. told him to. But I really don't think that's Junior true. Junior got paid because, yeah. big bucks for that. And also, with the evidence of all of his other actions that I've seen, of the domestic violence. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's not, oh, I got mad and I slapped my wife. It was, he pulled a knife on this woman. Yeah. That isn't a little thing. That is clearly... Somebody has some anger issues. Yeah. And um, is not a great person in general if you're pulling knives on people, especially your wife. And I'm not I'm not saying anything about it. I, I, I'm not saying that this is wrong, but his son uh, grows cannabis. And that's a good living in California. Yeah. But at the same time, you know... He learned about this through his father. Yeah. Thomas Jr. is, in my opinion, I wouldn't have invited him either. No, he was, he's the one family member of Megan's that I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want him at my wedding either. Yeah, no. If if that was my brother, I wouldn't. Even, even the nephew as a cannabis grower still gave homage to her, you know? Yeah. So, he, he's. When people started coming around, he gave an inter- a small little statement to somebody yeah. when he was going to check his mail in the morning. And Megan got super upset about that, even yeah. though it was super nice what he said. He was like, I love Harry. I love Megan. You know, I've never met Harry, but, you know. Yeah. I, you know, he's a great guy. And that was all he really said. And she got so mad at him. Yeah. And... And mostly probably because it wasn't her idea. And he was saying, he, he asked her, well, he's like, I'm being followed. Uh, people are showing up in my home. I want some sort of help. Like, what do I do about this? And she just, like, was like, basically her answer was, don't talk to them. Well, Harry's answer was, don't talk to them. Um, so, she didn't want to help him keep the press away. But she didn't want him to talk to the press. Yeah. So it's like, what does he do? You know, I mean... And then later on in other chapters, you know, we we find out that Harry, um, in my opinion, basically threatened him. Yeah. You know, you know saying stuff like, like, um, let me try to see if I can find, find the quote. Um... Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I, I think that, that he didn't know how to handle it. And he was trying to do the best he could. But, you know, without Megan and Harry helping him, I mean, they should have, the palace should have sent someone right away. Exactly. And said, this is what you're going to do. This is how we're going to protect you and us from the situation. You know, and that's a lot if you're, I mean, he dealt with celebrities, but he never had to deal with He was the, the lighting guy. No one was coming up to the lighting guy and being like, hey, what was George Clooney like? Yeah. You How, know, nobody said, nobody was What's going on the set with married with children, things like um, that. I couldn't find the quote. <laughs> I thought I wrote it down. But Harry, he essentially was saying, you know, telling him, you know, like, you... Oh, about the kids, that's right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, said, that's what it was. Um, later on, Harry was freaking out um, about him selling photos of him as, you know, getting ready for the wedding and stuff like that. Um, and it really was like, wasn't that bad. You're making it, you're, uh, you're putting my kids in danger. And this was before the wedding, before they had children. So it's like, the hell are you talking about? He's you like, don't you don't kids. have kids. And then Harry just, like, cut the phone call. <laughs> yeah. That seemed really sus to me, that he would try to use that already when they don't have kids. Yeah. Um, well, like, her forming her hands around the baby bump. That... Right. Um, she, she, and she basically asked him at this time to cut off Samantha and Tom Jr., yeah. I understand about Tom Jr. Because, like I said, he's not the best person image-wise. Yeah. And I would be like, I, I'd rather you not be publicly around him. Yeah. Like, not cut him off completely, but because that's his son. You can't expect him to stop caring about a child just yeah. because you don't want him to. You know, you can't shut those feelings down when it's your kid, even though your kid is, you know, not the best person in the world. That's still the person that you gave, you, you cared for. You know, you gave that person life. Yeah. It's kind of hard to shut that off. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have just been like, at least publicly, can you not be seen with him? Yeah. Um, but I really don't understand the thing about Samantha. You know, does she, uh, to me... This is my opinion. Megan must really not care too much for disabled people. Yeah. she. I don't think she sees disabled people as people. No. Otherwise, she wouldn't treat her sister the same the way that she treats her sister. I Really? Because Samantha has never really done anything She's to Megan. She's only ever said good things about Megan. Yeah. Until Megan started getting petty with it, and she had to come out with a book. Um, well, I mean... Samantha's a writer. She that was her fifth book, right? But I mean, I don't understand. Well, like the book her... could have been about her being the best sister in the world, yeah. but until she started getting angry and Megan started treating her the way she was treating her, that's when the book turned salty. Yeah, and I mean, how can you blame her? Rightfully so. She's sitting there calling me a bad mom and a bad person because. I'm providing for my children, and I'm a single mom in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Megan. You're, you know, 
your sister actually has kid, kids and is taking care of them. Yeah. In my opinion. Um. So, but he wouldn't. He he said, "I'm I'm not. I can't do that, Megan. I can't cut my children off." And he thinks he believed that Doria was the one who told Megan to say that. Yeah. Which I kind of can see because. In my opinion, it's just my opinion, I believe that Doria, Sorry. for a long time, didn't really want to be a part of Megan's life. No. Um, because she, in my opinion, I keep having to state that, because this isn't a fact, this isn't out anywhere, this is just what I think, based off what I've seen of this woman, I think that she cared more about herself than her children. Yeah. And cared more about having fun and being a person, uh, being a reckless person, um, which is understandable because she had Megan when she was fairly young. You know, she yeah. didn't, she wasn't ready to grow up yet and be a mom. She wasn't ready for all that responsibility, and well, Thomas yeah. was. And I think she wanted to be a part of Megan's life, but not be her mother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And now that Megan has a bunch of money and can clear her debts yeah. and give her this big old, this Nine big life. million dollars. She's ready to be a part of that life again, if you can understand what I mean. And she doesn't want Thomas to come in there, talk to the other royals. She doesn't want them to talk to them and be like, well, actually, it was, you know, that's not true when Megan said that because that I, you know, I've got the facts to back it up. I raised her. I raised her. And that makes Doria look real bad. Yeah, and Doria might lose favor with the queen if, you know, if they uh, thought that she wasn't such an honest person. Yeah. Especially now because she's been, um, I think, arrested? Well, I'm not sure. Or investigated or something? She's being investigated for tax evasion or something to do with the, uh, oh, stealing... Uh, money from the clients that she has at her um, estate. Yeah. Well, we don't. It's got her name on it, but I don't know how she got it. Love it. Yeah. We don't. Uh, I don't know how she afforded it. Yeah, because she went from zero dollars almost bankrupt woman to nine million over nine million in her bank account, and now she runs this company and how did she get the money to run the company yeah because none of the nine million was spent on it she doesn't so yeah. far has not provided the tax you know yeah the evidence to prove that that estate is actually legitimately her she hasn't even provided the evidence to prove that she has the degrees and licenses to run this program yeah like she uh, we where did it come from you can't just go up and yeah. I feel like it's an Elizabeth Holmes situation. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, I, I can kind of see where he was coming from on that. I definitely yeah. think Doria wants him and the other kids to stay completely away from well, England. Oh, definitely, because she'll lose. Well, and see, now, right uh, a few months ago, this is uh, not in the book, but... Um, a few months ago, she was, I think it was last month, actually, she was asked to leave their house 
Yeah. And she's living full-time in her old house that she got from a marriage that happened a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, not from Thomas. But, uh, oh, no, it was her mother's old estate, her mother's house. Um, but she is under investigation, apparently, and she uh, was supposed to live full-time as a nanny, but now um, Megan is trying to get Kate's nanny. She's like, I'm going to leave the palace taking care of the future king's children, possibly future king. Yeah. You know, one day George might have to be the king. Oh, yeah, definitely he will. Because, I mean, he'll, I mean he'll be, William is 40. He'll be the king one day, uh, and I, I'm going to leave that job to go and take care of a wannabe actress and ex-prince's kid that yeah. may or may not actually exist. Yeah. Um, For she, less money? Because you no, know she's not going to pay him as well, much she as... she said that she was going to double her salary. I I wouldn't take a double salary uh, because the benefits that per, that come from working for the royals is way higher than your double oh, salary. She said no. She definitely said no. Um, she is not living with the kids anymore since they moved. Um, but she is still on staff. Yeah. So, um, Megan's got a snowball's chance in hell of getting her. Exactly. Um, Megan and Harry, also in this chapter, it, it is revealed. And this is very concerning to me. I don't know if anyone else has picked up on this part in the book, or if anyone else has brought, you know, you know, thought about this about what this can mean. Um, okay, they are doing, uh, Megan has Harry doing this memory unlocking therapy, <laughs> which it's a legitimate therapy, basically, without getting too much into it. I'm not going to, like, get clinical, but basically what it is is where they have you do these, um, it's a therapy to help you unlock unwanted and blocked memories. Like, if something traumatic happened to you as a child, you would go into this and it would help you remember that thing that you have, you say you can't remember. Um, and so she has him doing these, and this is when he started, um, uh, they've been doing this since before they left the Royals. Um, and he, this is when he's remembered all of the hard horrible times in his childhood and this is when he's started to remember you know all of the you know emotional abuse and and depression he's been through as a child which I'm not saying didn't happen but I find it a little bit sus that it, it this hasn't been brought up before yeah, he was. He went from a happy person. He was to the a goofy, miserable person. After she brought this stuff up. Yeah. So, um, uh, or he, whatever. Well, apparently know. it was Megan's idea because they have they've been doing therapy. Um, but he does this once a week. 
I definitely think he needs therapy. I just don't think that that's the right kind of therapy. Well, I to, think... In my opinion, he has bipolar disorder. And he's a little narcissist. I, I think that that's... In my opinion, Harry's definitely bipolar. I, that's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. But being around people that are and that have had it, that... I, yeah. Yeah. It, he shows symptoms, at least. Yeah. Um, they... I don't know. I'm just concerned that this therapy, if it's not being done correctly, because it, it, it can help. It has been proven to help. I know that, like, the FBI uses it and stuff like, you know. It has also... But uh, if it's not, if it's a guided therapy and it has, un, if you have somebody who has an ulterior motive... It could be bad because his memories could be tainted False. and guided, memories. is what I'm trying to say. It has been used in the 70s and 80s um, with people who have uh, tried to bring up traumatic memory about... Um, we have a cat that's trying to mate with our cat and we won't let her out and... Sorry about the meowing. <laughs> but uh, in the 70s and 80s, people would have memories of, of being beaten when they were younger or uh, essayed when they were younger. And they were false memories. Yeah. You know, later we find these things out, but they really, like, oh, my mother was in a cult. And no, she wasn't. She was a housewife, you know, in the suburbs, yeah. and that never happened. Yeah. You know, and so if you are using this in a bad way, it could hurt and, and damage him. Exactly. Because they didn't specify what this therapy exactly, this, it, they just, it was some sort of memory unlocking therapy to help bring up his blocked memories. But it also, it, I mean, like, she, there was no specifications on what this therapy is doing, like... And how does she know he has blocked memories? Apparently, I, I, I have absolutely no idea. Because he went from this really happy, fun-loving party animal to this serious... I'm depressed. I, I've been depressed for years. People have hurt me. Uh, everybody hurts me. I've, I'm being oppressed. Exactly. You um, know? And, okay, that was a lot. <laughs> now, yeah. We're segueing to, um, also in this chapter, this chapter covered a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. I have so oh much. I God. have three pages of notes on just this chapter. Yes. Um, then it begins to speak about Megan's work ethic. Um, the work ethic that she does have. Um, oh, I think she's driven. Well, Megan is like me in this sense. I don't think, I'm not comparing myself to her. Um, but in the sense of when I find something that I truly enjoy, I will put my 1,000% into that thing. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. When when there's something, when I have a goal and I want to reach that goal, I'll do anything 
to get the get that goal done. Exactly. And I'll I'll you know spend all day working on that. Thing. Yeah. And I think she's like that. I think she she has goals and she needs to meet them. Otherwise, she feels disappointed in herself. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's nothing wrong with being a driven, hardworking person. Yeah. But when you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and send me a bunch of emails and then yell at me for not replying to those emails, knowing that most people don't wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What? You're just being a mean person. You're just being a bully. Yeah. And her staffers apparently... Um, this is coming from someone who used to be a, someone who worked with Kate, but then Kate said you can go work with Megan. Um, well, yeah, because they shared staff yeah. because to save money, right? why do you need a full-time secretary? Why can't you just have a part-time secretary and she can get full-time wages because she can work for both? Right. Makes, makes sense. sense. That makes complete sense to me. But Megan would email the the staff like, at 5 o'clock in the morning, and then wouldn't really tell them if they were supposed to reply or not. Immediately. Like, were they supposed to reply then, or is that just like a, hey, I'm up, getting ready for the day, type of email. Like, she was never specific, so they were constantly on their toes about what, like, having this anxiety about, oh my god, am I going to get yelled at for not replying to this 5 a.m. email? And the... If I were them, I I don't know what they were going through at the time, but if I were them, I have two employers, the future queen and this woman who has come in and started just rambling and, and going crazy. I'm going to listen to the queen yeah. and to Kate and, and do what Kate wants first. And then Megan, exactly. you know, can do separate. Unless it's something like, oh, she's having a tea party. I need to get this tea set right. up. I need to do this and that or even and when Megan was pregnant, like, oh, Megan needs her. I need to go and give Megan, help her, her find her vitamins. Or, yeah. Uh, Megan needs help putting her shoes on because she's pregnant. And, she you know. never had water weight, so she doesn't have to worry about I'm that. I'm just saying, like, normal people, like, that. Yeah. that, that I can see. But, like, and then there's this report um, of her yelling at a woman because she got the wrong color red blanket. Like, she wanted a different shade of red, and the girl didn't get, because Megan wasn't specific on what color red it was supposed to be. And then she yelled out for it. So, Harry was having a party, and... And he wanted, she wanted to give all of his friends a blanket. I mean, that's nice, yeah, but the wrong shade? Yeah, and apparently the girl cried. Did they care what color red the blanket was? No. They were covered up, you know, they were shooting. They didn't care. They weren't going to use it. No, everybody knows you don't wear bright colors unless it's like a reflective thing when you're you're yeah. hunting. They're, they were just all... So, That's apparently he, she made the girl cry. That's and horrible. And this is when Kate kind of started to get upset Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the specific blanket thing was one of the things that ticked her off the most. Because now, she, Kate can't stand to hear that someone cried. Yeah, and, and she was... 
nine months pregnant with Louie. Yeah. So. So she was a little. Emotional. Emotional then anyway. Yeah. I would be anyway. So someone, a higher up, I don't, it wasn't really specific on who this person was, but it was a higher up person in uh, the royals. Yeah. I think it was like, um, um, not a, not a part of the family, but like. A staff member. Um, someone who was more trusted, like, yeah. um, uh, part of the, that like ran something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Um, it wasn't stated, but, um, they asked Megan, hey, can you please be a little bit nicer to the staff? Yeah. You know, this isn't how we treat our staff here. We treat them with respect. Yeah. Basically is what, is the gist of what was said. And Megan said, it's not my job to, um. Coddle or Coddle whatever. them, yes. It's not my job to coddle them. And that's just rude because it's like you made a woman cry you made a grown adult woman cry because she got you the wrong shade of blanket i'm sorry but like you're not a princess you're just the duchess yeah well i don't give a crap about your title that is so rude that is such a a megan thing to do the queen wouldn't do that and she's the freaking queen exactly um, okay, and then, the, this chapter also talks about how, um, they started, you know, the four of them, William and Kate and Harry and Meghan, started to go to events together, and oh they God. all looked all smiley and happy and cute together, and, you know, the guys were over there being nice, and Meghan and, and Kate were trying to look like they were being nice, yeah. um, Meghan was trying really hard. Uh, to look like she was happy, but they really, really, Kate, um, I mean, Harry says that there was no help. There was no support at that time, even though William, even though she still had 14 people helping her, um, she still had, and Kate was trying to be nice and give her tips and things like that, but it was going in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Because Megan doesn't like to follow the rules, in my opinion. Um, then, okay, around Christmas, they always have a pheasant hunt. Yeah. And Harry missed this one. And, um, (laughs) he missed it so that he can go and interview Obama for BBC Radio. Which, I mean, if that's a royal duty, then that's a royal duty. It really wasn't. Okay. Um, uh, he was being paid to do it. Oh. Um, from, from what I understand, he was being paid to do it. Um, and he told Obama in this interview, because Obama asked, he's like, how is Kate, or, or Kate, how is, um, Megan and you, how are you guys doing? And he said, I'm give. it's like she's getting the family she never had. And that really, really hurt Thomas when he heard that. Yeah. That would hurt and me. it really, it made him super mad, basically. Yeah. Which is completely understandable because she's been given everything she has ever wanted since the time of her birth. Yeah. She has had a family. She had a father who loved her. She had a mom who was in her life. Yeah. Um, maybe she wasn't there in the way a mom should have been. 
But she was there. She had. To, she could see her. She could contact her. She had she her wanted. phone number. She could. She, she stayed knew. at her house. Yeah, she knew where she lived. Um, they went on vacations together. Yeah. Even though they did, were divorced, Thomas and up until she married, uh, Megan married Harry. Thomas and Doria were on good terms and like best friends. And Thomas would come to her house and spend the night, and they would sleep in the same bed. You know, they she did his laundry. Made him dinner, make sure he had food. You know, yeah. that doesn't really sound to me like a broken home. No. You know, she went to prep schools, the, the private schools, the best schools. Yeah. She was given, you know, she was the popular girl in school, from what yeah. I understand. You know, she was Every not mistreated at all everyone at her school said that she was never treated uh unfairly she was never ra there was no racial from what i understand nothing. she was the mean girl yeah that from that's just from what people who went to school with her says and like teachers and students yeah because even teachers have come out and said that that's just not true that no one was ever we don't have any records of anyone ever being mean to you yeah um, so, uh, Samantha, basically, she tweeted at Harry a bunch at this time, and made, was like, kind of going off and mad about how, you know, that's just not true. She had a good family. She has a good family who still loves her. Yeah. And she she later deleted those tweets because they were a little bit hostile and a little angry. Well, but at I the mean, time, in the moment of seeing, you know, this random guy, you don't know, saying, oh, I'm giving my giving your sister the, the family she never had. And when he doesn't know my life, he doesn't know my situ yeah. our situation. He wasn't there as we were growing up. He doesn't know what we went through. Yeah. That would make me mad. Yeah. I mean, she's got, you know, she talked about how she loved taking Megan to the ice cream shop to get ice cream. How she loved to take her to the park and, you know, play with her and, and babysit her. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so many different good memories that she has. And... I guess maybe Megan might need that therapy because I think she's... They're both supposed to be taking it. I think she's forgetting a lot of things. Yeah. You know? She has a lot of, um... Whatever her truth, like, whatever she sees with her eyes is the truth and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's true. Um, so, that was all in Chapter 19. Yeah. I swear, it, there was a and there's a lot more too. We just hit the highlights of of just chapter nineteen. Like that was a thick chapter. Yeah. Okay, so now we're on to chapter twenty. Um, sorry about this being really long. Um, they took a trip to Edinburgh. Basically. It kind of skips back and forth a little. Yes, this is before they got married. Um, and in in Edinburgh, she acted like a diva the entire yeah. time. 
she was super rude about everything yeah. and refused to ba barely listen to like she was doing um a tour of the church where they'd be getting married um you know the most important church to the family yeah um and she did not want to learn about the history at all no like she was not impressed at the fact that like there are kings buried yeah in this church like the the king that we fought against you know in 1776 they they made a whole play about it yeah um she she was not impressed that that was where he was buried yeah he's buried in the walls of this church who's and, been around for centuries and and you look at this and this is historic and she finds it dull and boring yeah she she actually had asked if they could put air fresheners in the the thing for the wedding uh that and they were like so no rude. you can't put air fresheners up in here yeah that um, is so rude oh my god but while she was in Edinburgh, after they did the whole tour thing, and the people were like, get this woman away from me, um, they, she went to a community kitchen. Oh, um, yeah. This is a community kitchen for, there was a fire in this area, and the women in the neighborhood made a kitchen for everybody to come and, you know, get meals and stuff like that and help support people get back getting back to how things were before their houses were destroyed. And Megan wanted to come and visit. So they did. They were happy to have her there. She does she, like to eat. And she did a photo shoot. You know, of they, course. She was washing the rice and all that kind of bull crap. And it, the, the women, you know, just kind of felt like it was disingenuine for her to be there. Yeah. They thought it was cool she came. But, like, after she came, they were like, mm, was that for publicity? Or did you actually care? Right, because it was like, yeah, it, it just didn't really, I don't think she would have went there if she didn't have the camera with her. Oh, most definitely not. Um, Why would she? And then at this time, before they got married, he was put in charge of the Commonwealth Fund. Oh, jeez. And she was named the ambassador good. to the Commonwealth Fund. And the, everyone liked this idea. It was a good idea. There were a few people who, on Instagram, decided to be racist. Um, including someone who's a famous, like, soccer player's wife or something like that. Or diplomat's wife. Oh. This is a famous person's wife. And she was one of the more notable people who had made a racist comment towards her. I don't know what exactly was said, because I think it was taken down. Oh. Um, but there there were racist comments, but there wasn't as many as Megan likes to say there are. Oh. Like, it was like one or two, you know, it was barely anything to talk about. Something she could have ignored. Yeah. And should have, because, you know, if you're not doing anything wrong... Don't play into their games. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think that that's only fair. You should not stoop to their level. 
Exactly. Because racism shouldn't happen. No matter what you are, what what's going on, you don't deserve Exactly. That. Um, and so, uh, and then also at this time, oh my gosh, excuse me. Um, they were doing a speech. They were all supposed to be up there doing a speech, all four of them. Oh, and yeah. they, this was for their charity for mental health. Yeah. And it was supposed to be all about mental health. Yeah. Megan got up there and it was her turn to speak, which I don't actually know if she was supposed to speak, but. No, because she, she wasn't at that. Well, she's never been a part of their organization. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit like. Why are you talking? <laughs> I, I don't even know why she was up there. Um, I think to do a united front, you know, type yeah. of deal. But basically her whole speech was ranting about female empowerment and, and all these really good things, diversity <laughs> and stuff. Was that the speech where she gave about uh, freeing periods? Um, yeah, she, she mentioned her, 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 um, menstrual, you Yeah, know, she was thing. talking about freeing periods. I was like, what? And William and Harry, ah! Met, basically, she was saying that, you know, UK women need to have their voices, you know, they need to use their voices more often, and, oh, yeah. and all this stuff, and, women in the UK were like, woman, what are you talking about? Because we have a voice. Yeah. Like, we have several women in, in our parliament. Our we have queen We have a, a, woman. a female ruler. Um, At that time, a parliament was ran by a, a woman. A, yeah, like I said, like, there were several women that yeah. are, are, you know, we have several high-ranking judges who are women. Yeah. You know, we have several... Like, UK women were kind of upset about the fact that she would basically say that they don't have, they're, you know, they they're being suppressed when they're not actually being suppressed. And I would take that as an insult if I were the queen. Yeah. Because she does everything she can to I be mean, diplomatic. She is the, and the poster woman for female empowerment. The wo the woman is strong as hell. She's 96 years old. I, I'd like to see what Megan looks like at 96. If she can get up out of bed and do what the queen does. Um, Megan would not be able to do half the things the queen has done in her, in li her lifetime. I'd like to see her fight in wars. Yeah. Um, and... Basically, the speech did not go over well, and it took every th apparently the pictures of the others. Harry looked like scared. Uh, yeah. And Kate was the the anger was boiling up, and she was smiling, but it was like one of those like I'm smiling only because I have to. I wish I could push you off the stage. Kind of smile. Oh my gosh. But she's a bigger, she's a, a, you know, adult and wasn't going to do that. Yeah. And William was kind of upset that she was not even on topic. Yeah, taking over their platform. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, 
But she tends to do that. If it's not about her, she makes it about her. Exactly. So, moving on to chapter 21. Um, the, the palace was, this is, you know, before the wedding, um, the palace was confused as to why she wouldn't be in co- more contact with Thomas. Yeah. Uh, when she actively went to see Doria, she flew to L.A. to show her sketches of the dress that she wanted her to wear, that she was going to get, you yeah. know. and she was only about 300 miles from She could Thomas. have went to L.A. and then flown to New Mexico, or Mexico, Mexico, to see Thomas. Like, it's not that far. Or tell him that she's there so he could have driven over to her. Right. Like, yeah, it's like driving distance. Yeah. It's probably... It's just a few hours. It's like maybe four or five hours drive. A day's trip at the most. Yeah. Um, but she really didn't. She wouldn't, and she wouldn't really give an answer as to why she wouldn't. Um, you know, I would like to ask a question. If I... If I ever met Harry, why? Why didn't you handle this better? Why didn't you force her to show you her family? Me- let you meet her sister, her brother, her right. father. I, let you make the decision. Super sus. If my hus- my future husband is like telling me uh, that I can't talk to his family, yeah. I'm going to be like, why? Give you me know? a really, really good reason as yeah. to why. I mean, if they're bad people, let me make that decision. Yeah. If they're in jail, okay, well then we'll write He's them off. He's spoken to him on the phone, so he can... But only to yell at him. I know. Never really to have a decent conversation. I mean, for Thanksgiving, our American Thanksgiving, they, they spoke for a few minutes on the phone. While well, they to, were having dinner. To ask for, you know, it's okay, if, is it okay if I marry your daughter? They only spoke for five minutes. Yeah. How do you get that conversation over in five minutes? Yeah, hey. He basically said, I'm marrying your daughter. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's like, you know, he has no But he personally and, went to dinner to speak to Doria. Oh, yeah. And he flew Doria over and... They put her up in a ten million or ten thousand dollar a day hotel. Hotel with security. With security, and Thomas is left to have a heart attack. Exactly. And I can't believe she wouldn't. I mean, she must have led Harry to believe that the heart attack was just fake. They. That's that's what Thomas believes that they they. That, I mean that that's a trick. There's so much pressure meeting. Uh, if somebody were to say, you have to meet the queen, I would panic. Exactly. I would be like, oh my God. Even if it was like a, just a phone call. It, it would just be horrendous. I mean, I can't imagine how he felt having to walk her down. Think about walking her down the aisle. Knowing in front millions of, of all people of are those going to watch people. it. And, you know... Well, not even just that. The stress... Sorry about that. Her dog is trying to... 
run around. Um, but the stress of your daughter being in another country won't really speak to you. Is about to yeah. get married to somebody, an important person, and you don't you can't know really him that get well. there. And let's face it, the man doesn't have a healthy diet. I'm not trying to no. like body shame him. I'm saying, you know, he he clearly stress eats yeah. because it's talked about in the book about how um, later on when he um, is stressed out about Megan not really telling him what he can and can't do and stuff, he goes to McDonald's and then he goes right after going to McDonald's, he goes to KFC. Yeah. And then that day he had a heart attack. His diet is not good and nobody... And he's in his 70s. And he's in his 70s and he's stressed out as hell about his daughter who's giving him mixed signals every day. Yeah. That's that's a recipe for disaster. Well, he says, you know, when Megan's in front of Harry, she's all good and sweet and kind. And then when he leaves, she's screaming at him. Exactly. So what does he do? What? How does he? How is he supposed to react to this? And on top of that, he has no money because he's given everything to her. He still paid her student loans years after she was making a hundred thousand dollars an episode in Canada. He was still paying her student loans, which she denies. You know, I mean. It's heartbreaking to think, but he's barely surviving now because he can't work. He's too old. Too and sick. Too sick. And they have hospital records to prove that Thomas Markle was in the hospital. He did have multiple heart attacks. He had a surgery. He had surgery. Two days before her wedding. And you know, she couldn't fly in to see him for two minutes. If, if she didn't believe him, I would have said, put me on the phone with your nurse. I want to hear it from her, your nurse that you are actually sick, then I'll believe you. Yeah. If, if this was let something, Let me speak to know. the doctor. Yeah. And let, I need to know, because even if you told me, if you said, Sarah, I had a heart attack. I'm in the hospital. I'm going to have surgery. I don't care if you're making it up or not. I'm going to at least go and investigate it for myself, because what if my mom dies? Yeah. It, you know. Happiest day of my life. Saddest, saddest day, day of my life. Exactly. You know, I mean, what are you supposed to do? And I, I just feel like... The stress impressor. You know, it, it was so much on him that he couldn't take it. Yeah. So, also in this chapter, this is not that important, but it's something that just shows you that she's kind of a trashy person. Yeah. Um, in my opinion... <laughs> but this is a trashy thing to do. Um, her brother, so she has stepbrothers, and then I think this is her, uh, I think it's a stepbrother. Um, he passed away, and his wife, who apparently, I'm assuming she was close with, because this is the brother who took care of her a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, this is uh, Doria's brother. Yes. Yeah. And, um, she did not get a, con my condolences, nothing. Nothing. She, she did not acknowledge that he died. Yeah, and he and helped Thomas, he would babysit and things yeah. like that for him. She said she was very hurt by that, that she wouldn't speak to her. 
Um, which I would be too. At least say I'm sorry that he's gone because you know this part. He cared about you a lot. Yeah. Apparently, he cared more for you than his sister did because she was never there for you. But you know he was. Um, this chapter also discusses more about the wedding and uh. how more bridezilla Megan. Um, like I had mentioned, the air fresheners that she wanted to put in in yeah. the pa- uh, not in the palace in the church. Um, she was also trying to change lighting, um, and she was like <laughs> trying to like uh, I think she wanted to put like something hanging up uh, all over the the windows. Oh my god! Or something. Um, she wanted to make a bunch of changes to the church. And they were like, yeah, that can't happen because this is a historical building and we just don't do that. No. And she was kind of ticked off about that. And um, the the guest list was not public. Usually they have the guest list become public. This one was not. Everyone believes it's due to Megan. Well, she likes secrets. She loves secrets. Well, everybody was anticipating who was going... So, what's a surefire way to make sure people watch the show? Yeah. Is if you don't tell them who's going to be there, and then people are going to be like, well, dang it, now i got to figure out who goes to the stupid wedding, so mm-hmm. I have to watch it. Of course. Um, so, a lot of her ma- Harry's, well, a lot of hers too, but I'm more upset about Harry's, uh, family and old friends were not included in the wedding. They weren't even re- invited to the reception afterwards. Like, yeah. the party. Well, now, some people I can understand. Like, in on Megan's side, uh, one of the Raglans showed up, uh, like an aunt or something like that. They really didn't have anything to do with her. Well, they ever. weren't invited to the wedding. And the... No, I mean, showed up in town. Yeah. And then, uh, like... Thomas's and Samantha's mom showed up. I don't know why, but she showed up in town expecting an invite. Mm-hmm. Why? You have nothing to do with this. Right. To me, she's just like Thomas. A lot of them did interviews and stuff like yeah. that. I get those people. But Harry's close friends? Yeah. Skippy or Skipper or whatever Skip- it is. <laughs> Skippy. Skippy. Uh, I still can't believe that's a person's nickname. Or name. Um, it's adorable. But um, he wasn't invited and he was Harry's best, best friend. Yeah. Um, his close cousins that he played with weren't invited. No. Nope. There, were, there were so many people who, in my opinion, should have been there and earned their place to be at his wedding. Yeah. But, but James Corden was there. Yeah, she'd rather have, you know, you want to talk about someone who's racist, why would you have James Corden at your wedding? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, there's, there's tons of evidence of James Corden being extremely racist, but it's not racist if it's anyone, in Megan's eyes, it's not racist if you're racist to anybody who's not black. Yeah. You know, if you're racist towards Asians like he is, that's that's not not a big deal to her. Yeah. Um. You know, George Clooney could come, but you know, 
the the people who basically raised him couldn't come. No. Great aunts and, and cousins and, you know, I, I believe that, I may be wrong, but Prince Philip's, his grandfather's brother wasn't allowed. And... I don't think he was there, no. And he's like 80 years old. Yeah. He's, well, he was like 75 years old then. And he was a, a very important person to the Queen. I mean, he's the Earl of Worcestershire, I think. Worcestershire? Something like that. I don't know. He's an <laughs> I don't Earl. Say it wrong. And, and he didn't even get to come. And, but she had people like her cats from the suits thing. Nobody knew them. They sat in the back. The only one that anybody knew was Regina. And that was it. Yeah. She's the only big star out of that whole cast. Um, this chapter also discusses a little bit of Megan's, um, uh, more Bridezilla stuff. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. Because it's like, the stuff that she expects to happen is like, no one would ever let that happen. Yeah, like, she brought her mom to the church. Not to the church, actually. But right outside the church, and then she had to get out and walk in. Yeah, that was so rude. Because Megan couldn't be seen with her. Megan wanted to show up by herself. so that, And that's why she had to walk down the aisle halfway to show her independence. Which I think is also, you know, that that's a good statement to show that, you know, I'm a strong, independent woman and will be strong and independent for this the crown if it meant that but it no. didn't she no. was it was for show yeah because halfway down the road she got charles's hand and he walked her on down so that she would have something because she didn't have a good father well and i would have taken it as the symbolism of she was alone until now yeah and now she's got the royals but that wasn't how it is yeah um a woman named Angela Kelly, who works for the Queen and is, like, her bestie. The Queen's, she has worked for her for years. She's about 70. Yeah, she's... Not now. She's about 75, 80 now. Yeah, she, she has been with them for a long time. She runs multiple different things. But one of the things that she specifically does is she, she guards... Um, and is in charge of the jewels, the royal oh, jewels, yeah. uh, including the tiaras. And there was a lot of tiara debate about which one Megan could wear. She wanted to wear this emerald one. And Ma Angela Kelly said, you probably shouldn't wear that one specifically because of it being from gifted from Russia. And it's not going to set up a good, uh, it's not a good look for for you yeah. to, to have that one specifically. Um, and Harry was like, well, whatever Megan wants, Megan gets. And after saying that, Angela Kelly, being a smart person, she done went to the Queen and told about it. And the Queen had a meeting with Harry, and apparently he got yelled at and was told, no, the crown that she can wear is the crown she ended up 
being able to wear. Um, and that's it. And that's and the only one she gets to borrow. To borrow. She can't have it. And um, she then, she wanted her, Angela Kelly, to let her borrow the crown to bring to her hairdresser's dressing, or hairdresser's hotel room, not at the palace. Like, he couldn't, for some reason, come there so that he could do a hairdress rehearsal Yeah, for and, the wedding. And she's <laughs> like, babe, we don't do that. Um, there is a rumor about the, the crown. Um, apparently, it was never got given back. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's a rumor that it was never given back. The royals have not said anything about that, but she just downed an energy drink. <laughs> uh, like a 24-ounce energy drink. She's going to be wired for days. Anyway. Yes, um, She's a little girl. It doesn't take much. But anyway, apparently the crown was never given back to Angela. And um, Harry is still in trouble about that. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's a rumor uh, um, by some of the pe of the staff. I wouldn't put it past her. I mean, she stole shoes before. Yeah. She steals Kate's looks all the time. And her hair. And her hair style. And um, she... Sorry, trying to find my place again. I'm my sorry, notes. I got her. No, you got me off my notes. Um, okay, more stuff about the wedding. Um, this is probably the most infuriating thing about the wedding to me. Because um, it has to do with kids. Everyone um, knows what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Kate was pretty upset with Megan about the wedding um, due to the fact that she... One, Megan didn't see that what the reasoning behind Kate wanting the girls to wear tights under the dresses, uh, tights or pantyhose, whatever you want to call them, but tights. They she wanted them to wear tights um, because that is up to royal dress code. That's protocol. That's protocol. That is what little girls wear. They have to if they're wearing a dress, which nine times out of ten they're gonna be wearing a dress to any event. They have to be seen in tights. It's to be respectful of their childish... Yeah. You know. And the dress. The dress was way too short. She... It was like... Um, she... Kate was like, the dress needs to be longer because it's... That is not very modest. They're little girls. Yeah, they're... And Megan wasn't having be. any of it. Yeah. Um, now, at this time, I would like to say... Kate had just delivered Louie. Right. So she was already kind of emotional because she's yeah. getting after all those pregnancy hormones. And so she was she was very upset. And uh, rightfully so. But I mean, okay. And I would also like to say the uh, her bestie, uh, Megan's best friend's daughter, had a different hairstyle, a different dress the dress was made out of a different material and it was longer yeah and she got to wear socks yeah 
So basically, she Megan bullied her into letting it go. All I think all the little girls had socks on. No. But, oh no. No, none of the little girls except for her goddaughter. Okay. Well, she she basically bullied Kate into letting it go and stop fighting with her, and it made Kate cry. She cried. Because she yeah. was, the whole time they were sitting there picking out these dresses, she was being so mean Calling to Charlotte. Charlotte fat. And praising her goddaughter for being gorgeous and amazing and putting Charlotte down. And it, of course, Kate just had a baby. This woman is patronizing her daughter. Yeah. Um, she, she cried. And it was... The palace put that out in a little news article. Uh, and then Ke Megan got mad at the palace and said, no, take it down and fix it because I was the one that cried. And they said, no, because that wasn't what happened. Um, she's Kate. still to this day trying to say Kate made her cry and she didn't make Kate cry. Well, Kate, so Kate went and she's like, I'm going to be the better person. I have to make this up because... I want to be respectful. It's her wedding day. She's probably just upset. So exactly. she, she goes and she gets this big uh, bouquet of flowers, brings it to Megan, and says, you know, I'd like for us to be friends. Here's some flowers. Please stop bullying my employees. My staff is your staff, and we have to share them. I would like for you to stop being so rude and mean to people. Yeah. And she slammed the door in her face and threw the flowers in a trash bin. But according to Megan, that never happened. And, I mean, this is the future queen. And you Why just slammed the door in her face? Why is Kate, who's going to be queen one day, who's got all the problems in the world put on her, trying to sit here and lie about you? Yeah, I mean... Some wannabe actress... D-list actress at that, you know, she's, uh, okay, so the, the girls, the difference between the girls is Megan has never, ever taken a happy photo with Charlotte. No. But she has flown from the palace to Vancouver because that little girl had a fever. Not not sick, not coughing, not in the hospital. Had a fever. Yeah. In the middle of the night, oh my God, she had a fever. She ran to her. Is this Megan's daughter? That's a theory. That's just a theory. Um, my, my theory is Megan had a baby when she was a teenager. This girl is keeping the baby for her. That's why... The girl gets invited to the weddings, and she goes on vacation with Megan, and she goes all over the world with Megan. Throughout Megan's career, when she needed a hairstylist or a makeup artist, she took her. Why is this girl, this little girl, getting... I mean, can you imagine the blisters that were on these children's feet know. for not getting to at least wear a pair of socks. Yeah. But she got to wear socks. Exactly. Because she wanted them to all look ugly. And that little girl to look pretty. And her hair was beautifully straightened, beautifully uh, fixed. 
and everybody else had to wear flowers with bushy hair. And that's the way it it went. Yeah. And it also didn't help that Charlotte was three years old. Yeah. And that little girl was like six or seven. Yeah. It's just rude. It's just super, I mean, super rude. Especially because that little girl it has more standing than you do. Yeah, that little girl could possibly be the queen. You'll never be the queen. <laughs> Sorry. Thank God Louie was born. Yep. Um, knocked him out, didn't it? Did. It knocked him out of the line of uh, succession. Um, now, so, when all of this stuff went down, um, apparently, Kate had to have went and told William. William went and he, as soon as the wedding was over, yeah, got the kids, uh, George and, and Charlotte, and they went on a, uh, it was already a planned ski trip. Well, well, but before, like they bumped it up before the 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 wedding was even over. She went and got Charlotte and George from the children's group, yeah, and they went and sat at the wedding with Kate and William. They never, or, you know, with Kate, yeah. she never. They never put them back in with the other group. Uh, yeah, there was because there was blatant favoritism and blatant bullying. Yeah. And, you know... And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but that... Those two kids are, you know... George Every and, one of those kids deserves to be treated the exact same way. Exactly. I'm not saying her, her goddaughter should have been treated badly. No. But she should not have... What, it, what gives Megan the right... It gives... Nobody has the right to make fun of another person's child... No. Let alone make fun of another person's child's weight when they're three years old. Yeah. And and all of them could have looked just alike. Yeah. She she gave them different dresses. Like most of the girls the, the and three a plain girls white. the Tyndall girls and um and Charlotte was dressed in the, almost the exact same dress. Yeah, it was just like a plain white dress. I would have absolutely loved for her to say something to one of the Tyndall girls. Mike would have probably killed Harry. <sighs> I would have definitely went off that. I mean, Mike Tyndall's sassy. I'm sorry. Hey, Zara would have laid Megan out. I mean, did you see the way they looked as they were coming out of the church? Oh my god, the eye roll is iconic. Oh, the I eye love roll it. was iconic. And her to say, go, go. You know, I, I love it. It's, that's amazing. But I, I feel like Kate and Harry were always like besties. Kate always had Harry's back with William. With everyone, she always yeah. was there for him, and now he's just turned his yeah. back on him. And like George was his, that was his fun uncle. Yeah, you know. And now he's now, got a new goofy uncle. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Tindall has stepped up and and has taken that the away cute from pictures Harry. of him sitting on the ground with all the kids piled on top of him just adorable <laughs> i know and 
you know, him trying to help Kate distract him, so yeah. Louis, so he doesn't make a huge scene at the Jubilee. parade. Oh, yeah. That, and it's, it, it's more than, you know, they're a family. You have to look at it like, yeah, they're, they're a normal royal, family. but they're family. They, they go through normal family things. And, you know, she's the troubled outsider. It doesn't matter if she's black or green or purple or white. It doesn't matter because she is the only one that has a problem with that. Yeah. She's the only one making an issue of that. Yeah. No one else does, has reacted to that. They've all none been of their out staff of their members way. Had, there's no reports of any staff member saying anything to Megan because yeah. of her race. And and none of the family no. has has had a bad reaction. I mean, I've watched them. I've honestly went back and tried to see like at Wimbledon Was and there things a dirty like look that. or something. You know, were they were they mean well, to her? Body were, language people said have come out and said that the only that in those certain instances instances the only things there was tension. There wasn't, yeah. you know, it didn't look like anger. Well, and, like, she she tends to talk to herself. Yeah. I think she's trying to talk to them. Like, once they showed the queen. The queen's 90 years old, 97 years, 6 years old. She's not going to be hearing you that well, right? So maybe if you wanted her, get her attention and then say what you're going to say. Don't sit over here and just use your hands and mumble to yourself and laugh. You know? Yeah. Who are you that talking to? That makes you look to? crazy. You know, people think you're losing your mind. And she was trying to talk to Kate one time. And those are the only instances I, I can find. Kate was kind of ignoring her at that point. Because, well, like, she had to spend the entire day with Megan. And I cannot... I can't even imagine what that was like. Okay, well, there's protocol. If you're in the royal box, you're not allowed to wear pants. She yeah. had pants on. With holes you, in them. You're not allowed to wear, you know, like... She looked What unkempt. she was wearing. She... And Kate... She wore something I would wear to go to the store. Kate absolutely loves tennis. Yeah. She's a sporty girl. And she ab she never misses a, a, a match, and unless there's something important that needs to be done. Well, she's never missed one yet. Wow. For for like eleven years, she has not missed a a, ma a Wimbledon match, and she sits in that box and she watches, you know, all three days, and that is her, you know, that is her life. That's she her likes thing. that. And For you to sit there and talk through it. If you're going to sit there and... <laughs> it makes no sense. Wiggling and waving your hands around and, and laughing to yourself. What? I, I'm going to try to get away from you because you're insane. That would be my thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I, I think that everyone has tried to be nice to her. And I... I think she's the only one that's making it an issue. Yeah. 
I honestly, I mean, maybe somebody asked her, oh, I wonder how dark the baby's skin will be. Well, oh my God, you know, that isn't a crime. That's saying, I mean, because like a dark-skinned baby with blue eyes. Oh my God. Or green eyes. Oh my God. Oh my God, God that's gorgeous. Yeah, so, I mean, they're all little I, white powder babies to, running you around. You have to understand the that there when someone says something there may not be you might not be understanding the context that they're meaning that question for you at. yeah like maybe ask did what they do you say mean? it in a rude way yeah ask what do you mean by that and you know then if their follow-up is racist then they probably meant it racist yeah. but if they if they didn't if they genuinely were con, you know genuinely curious about it you can't really get mad at them because they haven't ever experienced this before. No, I mean, uh, maybe she meant like, oh wow, that that beautiful brown skin with those beautiful well, I eyes. It was and red hair. Supposed to be Charles that said it. Uh, well, I I heard that it was Camilla, uh, Charles or Camilla, and uh, it would be a question. It's it's not. I it mean, was a question people were going to ask. Would you not rather say, okay, let's all sit down and discuss this. This, you know, the baby's going to be different. Um, what do we do to, you know, help that? Because the baby's going to have kinky curly hair. Maybe. She's yeah. only 25% black. Yeah, well, it was going to be a conversation that they had to have because they have to figure out how to go about um, discussing. Yeah. How do we, how do we come about this? What, or, what should we say? What would what you like you us to say? What makes you uncomfortable for us to talk about? Yeah. You know, because, and that's not them being racist. That's them being helpful. Courteous people. Yeah. What, what would you like us to say when someone says this? Is what I would say. Yeah. I, I mean, my ancestors back, my grandfather had a, uh, he was married and had 13 kids with my grandmother, both white, got, uh, ran off from her because apparently he was done with her and went off, married another woman in Virginia and had four babies and they were all black. Do you think that I don't want to find those kids? Yes. Those are my ancestors. Those, those are my family, too, because that's my grandfather. Part of my family tree. That's his kids. I have black family and, you know, African family. I'm not, I'm not denying that. It's, it's something that if she really is proud of, then she's proud of it all the way. Yeah. Ask me anything you want. I'll tell you. Yeah. That's and, what and she, she also, should have said. She also has to understand, because the family has never experienced this before, she has to understand that they would have questions. Yeah. About, you know, what topics are you uncomfortable by? You know, what, you know... Exactly. What, how do you want us to go about this so that we can make you and this child's life the best life that we can? Yeah. That's not bad, Megan, for them to want to help you. 
Yeah. I mean, if if you haven't ever experienced something like that and the culture is completely different, why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, cuz they know Americans deal with with children a lot differently yeah. than British people deal with children. So we know. want to be a part of the child's life. Let us be a part of the child's life. Yes. Explain how you want us to handle this. Yeah, exactly. Instead of running from it. I mean, that would be more culturally appropriate. And if they they said, hey, you know, we want to discuss the child being black. Oh, that isn't being racist. That is trying to help you become more comfortable trying to understand you what how do you how do you want us to do this because do you want do you want us to do have the african things because they have all kinds of culture i mean they go to kenya they go to i mean Botswana. he proposed to her, to her with a Botswana ring yeah that she changed and threw away, you know? It's, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where she was getting the racist, racism. I, I think that if, if you're afraid of racism, headed, head into it, you know? Like, my Learn friend, to change their minds. Yeah. Not, you know, show them, show them up, basically. Yeah, I, you know, you want to be better than them. Well, then act better. I had a, a black friend in high school, and, you know, she was like, we were talking about, like, culture, and my teacher was Spanish, so she would make Spanish dishes on Friday. Yeah. And, and we would watch her cook, and, and she would explain what the dish meant or if it had any significance to her culture. And she's like, well, do you think that one day that you could make something from my culture and she's like sure you bring uh bring the recipe in and, and what it's about and everything and and how how it's special to you and uh, i'll get the ingredients and then on friday we can cook it that's how you become a part of a a, a family a a group a friend exactly because you what megan doesn't understand she tries to cut everybody off and Say, oh, you're racist, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But what you don't understand is if you don't tell somebody what they did wrong, they will never stop being the thing that you don't want them to be. Exactly. If you, you don't to... say, hey, that hurt my feelings, this is why it hurt my feelings, don't say that, that's not okay, then if they continuously say it, then they're just a bad person. But if they learn from that and, can, and say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll try my best not to do that, then you've made one more better person. Be a be a teacher, be a friend. You you know, be the independent woman you're supposed you're supposed to think you are. Yeah. Instead of the rat you are, in my <laughs> opinion. We have talked for almost two hours. I like it. We're gonna, I have so much more to say about Megan. We're gonna wrap it up because we didn't even get into a lot of the book. I swear to God, this yeah, book's gonna take forever. We're not done. But, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Don't be a Megan. Don't be a Megan. And if you're afraid of something, just go and talk. If you're, if you're 
if you have a difference, if you have a neighbor that's different, has a different culture than you, go ask about it. Tell them you want to learn. You know, don't be afraid. Don't be a Megan. Be a, a winner. Uh, you know, someone who can invite someone into your life. Go to the light. <laughs> and shine. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.